Ladies and gentlemen, your very own Michigan State Spartans. Goal scored by Fatai Alashe, Ryan Keener, and the cast. Let's hear it for your MSU Spartans. So we'll move on now to Big Ten men's soccer. And right now on Friday, we will have the semifinal games in College Park, Maryland, where the first game will be Indiana against Ohio State. And then it'll be uh, the 340 game will be Michigan State against Maryland. So, Travis, what do you make of that Indiana-Ohio State game? Ohio State seemed to easily handle Michigan, you know, two games in a row, uh, the 2-1 victory, then a 1-0 victory. And then Indiana goes, loses to Michigan State in the last game of the regular season, goes to Northwestern, which is a very difficult place to play with the turf they play on in the, in the weather conditions. They win in penalty kicks. Uh, what do you make of this matchup? It is, I think, the kind of representative of how close the Big Ten has been this season. You know, Maryland obviously kind of pulled away there at the end, but I think going into the final game or two, there was, you know, a good three or four teams that could end up finishing atop the standings. I didn't really know what to expect from Ohio State, and they've obviously come out and put together a strong season. Um, and then, uh, you know, Indiana has been Indiana taking care of business, you know, not the most spectacular soccer at times, but, you know, players like Tanner Thompson have stopped, stepped up and scored big goals while Grant Lillard's been a great find for them, uh, at the back, you know, Bemi Hollinger Jansen has been very good once again. Um, Andrew Oliver has come on a little bit up front, so that's been a, a pretty good, Sort of, I I think Indiana is going to win that one. I just think that they'll be able to take care of business and get the job done over in College Park. And that's not slight at the Buckeyes. Obviously, you know we were talking about toss ups earlier with the women's team, but I think you're looking at two games that are kind of like sort of a coin flips at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ohio State does have Danny Jensen, who did score the game winning goal against Michigan in the in the uh, first in the first round of their Big Ten tourney game. Um, he's been around, uh, been good this year. Doyle has been very good. Alex Ivanov has been very good. Indiana does play better away than they do at home, but Indiana's played a very difficult schedule. I, I definitely think I can see Indiana winning though. I just think Ohio State's luck has to run out sometime because I think they're just kind of slipping by teams. They're not dominating teams in any way, uh, but I feel like they're just slipping by and I feel like that eventually has to come to an end. Right, and like we said, I think any of these four teams can win. There's no clear favorite, even though, you know, you could point to Maryland and say, oh, well, they, you know, won the regular season title. But, you know, obviously it was just a month ago where people were wondering what was wrong with the Terps. So I think that any of these quartet can catch fire. You know, maybe maybe it'll come down to penalty kicks, and that gives IU the advantage because they already played. And Yeah, but you're, you're right, though, if you look at Ohio State's schedule, not a lot of, like, dominating performances, blowout victories. Some big wins on there, though. You know, they beat uh, Michigan State, obviously, but mm-hmm. they did lose at home to Indiana the matchup earlier this year. So mm-hmm. uh, lots of interesting questions surrounding this first semifinal. Yes. And then we'll move on to the 340 game, which will be Maryland and Michigan State. We kind of emailed back and forth about this game yesterday. Maryland switching their formations a lot. Like you said, when they played against Rutgers last round, they played a 4-6-0, but they've done a lot of different things. They've played two forwards. They've played one forward. They've had starters come off the bench. They've had bench players starting. Michigan State, 
as no means been perfect this season with the loss of Kevin Cope. It's been really hard to see that the defense has kind of been off and on. Uh, Zach Carroll, the transfer from Virginia, has really stepped in. Ryan Keener's been off and on. He's been injured a little bit, uh, like most players usually are in the college soccer season because they play so many games close together. You know, Damon's rinsing the head coach from Michigan State has switched up his formations a lot. The, the formation against Indiana was very intriguing. With Keener out, he put Alache in the back, but Alache can play defensive midfield, then he can play on the back line. Uh, Krolicki's been playing for Michigan State, the freshman. This seems like an interesting game. Michigan State won 1-0 earlier in the season in College Park. Can Michigan State do it again? I think so. Uh, I, I'm not going to go ahead and pick against the Terps, but they've won, what is it, five, six games straight now? Uh, I think it's nine straight now. Nine straight now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. So I think, you know, you kind of picked it the the... the it just took a while for Maryland to figure out what, kind of what their identity was. And as we were kind of discussing offline, that the, I guess the key has been to become a bit smaller. They put Alex Shinsky and Makita Satisha up top, but by no means are either out and out strikers. And um, I guess that's provided the formula to help them control games, suppress teams. And then, you know, players like Mayamel, Corbos have stepped up to score goals from either the penalty spot or the run of play. Our freshman George Campbell is coming on of late after having basically no luck scoring goals in the first half of the season. He's managed to put a few in the back of the net. And then, you know, they're defensively, they've settled down with Alex Krognally next to Chris Odoyatsim. You know, a tandem of either, you know, tandem of this really tall, I can eat about Krognally is 6'5 from Ohio, you know, paired with this uh, Chris Odoyatsim who's at 6'1 six six at most. So they've managed to provide produce one of the best turnarounds in college soccer this season no doubt and it's going to be a difficult ask for the spartans to come up with a way to beat them you know i think you can look to that game in college park you gotta find that early goal and then you gotta figure out a way to keep maryland off the board i think that for whatever reason the michigan state defense has slipped a little bit as we were kind of discussing that's probably to do with injuries wear and tear lineup shuffling so i think that if, if the Spartans, I would nab that early goal. They're my favorite. I, I don't know if Maryland can mount a comeback, but I think the Maryland attack is a lot better than it was in that earlier meeting. So you might need to have to try to grab a goal or two early on in order to, to find a way to win, especially because I think the, the Maryland crowd will probably be pretty fired up for yeah. their first run at a Big Ten tournament title. I, I think the turnaround for Maryland was when they got Endo back. And then, obviously, everyone's talking about after Sarovsky got the uh, the uh, red card in the uh, Northwestern game when the ball was they he thought the ball was out of bounds and then Northwestern ends up scoring the game winning goal in overtime to beat them three two. You know, I feel like that's been a very uh, that's been a fueling point for them with the, what happened to Sarovsky and then Endo coming back off injury. Do you think those were kind of two big turning points for the reason why Maryland has gone on a nine game winning streak? I think so. I. I don't really know. You can't necessarily pinpoint that specifically, but perhaps that, I guess, conveyed the kind of chip on the shoulder that the program needed in order to figure out a way to start rattling off wins like they have. Uh, I think it's more than that. It's just Maryland needed to sort out its identity and sort out its offense and figure out who its best combination in line. You know, if you look at box scores from earlier in the season, Maryland was like a revolving door, and you look at their last win against 
uh, Rutgers, I believe, which was on Sunday, and they had used two subs. And I think once you establish that rhythm, the caliber of players that Maryland usually produces or has on its roster, uh, these results aren't uh, a big surprise. You know, obviously, there are flaws and weaknesses in their in their game, but all four of these teams have their own flaws and weaknesses. So it's not like it's an open endorsement case for Maryland to win this, but, uh, you know, they're, they're the top seed, they're the host, so you got to give them the slight favorite tag. Um, I, I think that if you can find ways of your Michigan State to control possession a little bit and control the game, that will bring things into your favor. You know, you look for Jay Chapman to feed Adam Montague up front, and, and as long as they can keep themselves tidy at the back, they'll be all right. But, uh, you know, Maryland's obviously one of the hottest teams in the country now, so it'll be a pretty tough ask, especially in College Park. I mean, I think the big, the, well, the funny thing is when these teams met, they didn't have their, they didn't have their full start squads. I mean, Adam Montague had two games prior to that had been out with a concussion against Valpo when he got knocked in the back of the head. So I think this will be an even, an even better matchup because you'll have the full Michigan State squad. You'll have Kreutz and Montague at the top, and Adam does a very good job of holding the ball up top and creating, creating, uh, plays off the ball for other players. You know, then you have Jason Stacy, who's kind of cooled off a little bit. He had a little hot streak in the middle of the season. Jay Chapman, I feel like, is playing a little better now. But I do agree that it's the Michigan State defense that's going to have to be the part that's going to step up for them, especially in the middle. I have no problem with Andrew Hur. I think Jimmy Fiskus is doing a very good job. I actually like Jimmy Fiskus better than Brad Santala. I feel like Brad Santala, to me, is more of a midfielder. Ken Kralicki has stepped up very well. But... If you had to pick someone for Michigan State to step up and who and that needs to step up for this game, which player would you pick? I think it's got to be Chapman, and I'm going to go with two and Chapman and Alashi because depending on where the tie plays, that midfield battle, you know, Maryland's strength is in its midfield, and they're, they're deploying a mostly midfield-heavy team, you know, with Subasa Endo, Malcolm Bowes, and Dan Metzger. I think winning that midfield battle becomes a critical element. You know, controlling the game, controlling possession, controlling the ball, that will become critical, and winning a game like that. So, uh, you know, for me, it's Chapman and Elashe have to win that battle in the midfield. And then I think set pieces are going to be a very big thing, too, for Michigan State. They do very well off offensive set pieces. A lot of their goals come off offensive set pieces. But the thing that scares me as well is the defensive set pieces with the long throw-ins, and they have some really silly goals off corner kicks. That's the only thing that really scares me as well. Right. Well, I mean, it's all the critical elements to winning a game like that. When you know they're tournament games, they're tight. There's not a lot going either way, so you gotta you gotta take your chances when you can, and you gotta try to get those goals off of set pieces and that sort of a thing. For Sunday, who do you have playing in the finals? So I, I had when I did the podcast earlier last week with Jr. I had Maryland and Northwestern playing, but Northwestern's gone, and I just feel like Michigan State they're they're hot now. They went into Penn State, they won. And that's not, I'm not just saying that just because I cover Michigan State men's and women's soccer. But I just have a good feeling, talking to Damon yesterday about how the team felt, I have a feeling that they're going to pull off the win in Maryland and they'll play Sunday. And it'll be a matchup of the final of Michigan State and Indiana's final regular season game. I think you'll see Michigan State and Indiana playing for the Big Ten Tournament Championship. That's fair. That's fair. I think that I think Maryland wins it on PKs. It'll be 1-1. And then IU will win it 1-0 on like a corner kick goal or something okay and then for the championship game so you have maryland and iu so battle of two great programs historical programs and men's college soccer 
Who do you have winning that? I think that the Terps and the home field advantage will uh, take them to the next level and they'll win the tournament too. Fair enough. Then my pick for Michigan State-Indiana, I'll take Michigan State because I felt like watching them against Indiana, I feel like they have a very good advantage. Uh, Indiana does a very good job possessing the ball. That's where I feel like they're very dangerous at. And then long throws, which JR and I had talked about uh, in our podcast prior, uh, previewing the Big Ten men's soccer tournament. Uh, But I feel like Michigan State went into Indiana, or or Bloomington, which is a very tough place to play. They beat them, even though now it'll be on neutral, neutral grounds. I just have that gut feeling that Michigan State wants the Big Ten tournament because they want a higher seed in the tournament to get a couple home games so they can make it back to the Elite Eight or possibly the College Cup. That's fair. I mean, like I said, like we discussed, it's, it's going to be a very, very close. I mean, any of these four teams can win it. I don't, I don't think there's any clear favor, even if Maryland is the hottest team of the four in terms of wins, uh, consecutive wins. All right. Well, thank you, Travis, for talking NCAA women's soccer and uh, Big Ten men's soccer. No problem. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Have a good day, man. You too.